Hey friends, Heather Creekmore here. Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Compared to Who podcast. Today I am airing a part two of a fantastic interview I did with Amy Carlson. She's a registered dietitian. She's been working in the eating disorder world for more than 20 years. And friends, she has so much fantastic wisdom to share. So if you didn't listen to part one yet, it came out on Friday. It's the episode right before this one. If you're not following along with us week by week, listen to that one first, because Amy starts to answer the question, what do I do if I really need to lose weight? Isn't a diet the only way I can lose weight? What if my doctor told me lose weight or else don't I have no other choice but to follow a diet? And Amy starts to answer that question. She answers it more in this episode, but friends, you are going to get so much out of it. Also, we introduced in the first part of this episode, the Peace with Food app. Amy is a co-creator of that app and you can look it up. I think there's a free trial, but you might want to check it out, especially if you are one Wanting to move towards intuitive eating, it could really be a big benefit for you. And also, if listening to the last episode or this episode or any episode has you thinking, I really need more help, I would encourage you, reach out to one of these dietitians that I'm interviewing in this series. Find a non-diet dietitian who can help you with your food. Reach out to an intuitive eating expert. Or if it's body image where you're stuck, reach out to me. Let's talk. I do free 10-minute consultations. You can just kind of get a feel for whether or not you'd enjoy working with me. But I love helping women start on the path to body image freedom. So let's talk. But without further ado, I can't wait for you to hear the rest of my interview with Amy Carlson, non-diet dietitian. Here goes. Welcome to Compared to Who, the podcast to help you stop comparing and start living. I'm your host, Heather Creekmore. I hate to admit this, but I used to secretly obsess over my appearance. I thought it was part of my job as a woman to always look better, but never felt like I could be good enough. Maybe you can relate. God, in his grace, showed me a way out, and I want to give you all the tools you need to break free too. If you've ever spent too much time stressing over your looks, I get it. I hope you'll keep listening and find the same freedom I have. Here are three other things you should know about me. I'm a minivan driving mom of four. I'm author of the book Compared to Who and the Burden of Better. I'm a blogger at comparedtowho.me and you just may have seen my epic big fail on Netflix. If you've ever struggled with comparison or body image issues, Compared to Who is the show for you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and hey, tell a friend about it. weight loss becomes the goal of our lives. And, and, you know, and I mentioned this on a show, I think it was last year. I really felt like God had kind of shown me one time and it was the strangest revelation, Amy, but I felt like God has shown me how you've spent most of your life trying not to eat. And I was like, that's such a strange thing, but yet it was like, ding, ding, ding. That's it. That's it. I have spent most of my life trying to figure out how not to eat. right? Because the goal of my life, and I'm I'm speaking past tense, but the temptation is still there, right? I still can get caught up in wrong thinking and have to be like, nope, sorry, nope, God, not going out down that road again, 
Woo, forgive me for taking that 10 minute mental journey. I'm coming back, <laughs> you know, but the temptation is still there sometimes to make that the most important thing that, that, and then it's so crazy, Amy, right? Cause if you stop and think about it, it's like, wait a second. So the most important thing I have to offer the world is a thinner version of yeah. me. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah. What? Like, that's wait. just weird. <laughs> right. <laughs> And Heather, one of the things that the Lord is so did in one of the talks, I don't remember which one it was. He had given this to me. Um, oh, so obviously I live near NASA and some of our dear friends are astronauts. And at the time we have one of our good friends that's in the space station right now. And if you've never seen like a, a, a walk, you know, where they're tethered to the space mm-hmm. station and they're out and you're like, what the, right. They're tethered. And the Lord gave me just the most beautiful picture of how our hunger tethers us to the creator. Mm-hmm. It reminds us, it's like a shepherd calling his sheep going, I made you. I made, he didn't have to make us to have hunger or desires or satisfaction or pleasure. He could have just made us like without stomachs even, right? Right. right. Gave us that enjoyment. It's in, it's in scripture. It's in, it's in Eden, right? It's in the garden of Eden. It's this beautiful place of, and so our hunger tethers us to the creator, reminding us that we were created, even for non-believers, people who don't know, right? And, and when Paul talks about the whole earth speaks of God, mm-hmm. that our hunger speaks of God, it, it speaks of our submission, it speaks of our, our needing him. And what the enemy has done is told us to manage that and suppress that, and that that's not a gift, that's something to be controlled and managed and dismissed. And in fact, we're going to Instagram it and Pinterest it, how powerful I am to control my hunger. And as believers, we would do well to, to encourage each other. And the thing is, we could be the worst, we, which is what your whole podcast is, is, right? As believers, we get stuck in this cycle of, of envying, right? Even your beautiful to who is envying those that have mastered the ability to control their hunger. And it's like, I've, I've given over to the idol, idolatry, the idol of a certain weight and a certain version. And I talk about one of the, you know, Paul says, um, be imitator, be an imitator of me, like imitate me. Mm-hmm. I always say, could we as believers go imitate me? <laughs> Are we like, eh, don't imitate me because I'm kind of on my own, like over here. <laughs> it's like, no, be, be imitators. And, right. and the thing that is attractive to not only to the, to other believers, but to the world is, is a woman or certainly a man that is surrendered to the Lord. And those things are just not the things that they're talking about. It's just not the things they're talking about. They're talking about right of, of living a surrendered life and, and the, the glory of, of a human fully alive, right. Is living in that call that God has called yeah. them. And it has very, very little to do with the number on a scale. Right. And just, and think about how, you know, just honestly, this is everywhere. Right. And even it's funny because I don't know if this is a theme for you and and kind of the way you operate, if, because you have the RD behind your name, people are more careful. I don't know if careful is the right word, but around me, you know, like when you write books, your friends aren't necessarily the people that read your books or know anything about what you're doing. Right. And, and so I am still constantly surrounded by dieting conversations. Yeah. Right. And, and, you know, and sometimes I can speak in sometimes it's just not the right context to speak in. And, you know, because it would be shaming in front of a group of people or just wouldn't, 
it wouldn't be appropriate to take over, (laughs) but, but I observe, right. I listen and I have, I I, want to say one friend, but I probably have more than that, but I'm thinking of one friend specifically who has never dieted and has this just completely healthy relationship with food. Yeah. And she doesn't I love going out with her because we don't have to talk about food. We don't have to talk about what foods she's eating or not eating. And she talks about food like, oh, this is so delicious. I love this. Oh, I think I'm gonna have a little bit of this later. I mean, she talks about food like with this excitement and this joy and there's not shame there. It's just like, yeah, this is good stuff. And guess what? She naturally I don't actually, maybe I shouldn't use that word. Right. But I think because she's never broken some of her signals, she eats healthy because that's what she enjoys. She likes the taste of, of unique vegetables and and fruits, but she will have a treat. She will show up with brownies. She will have a glass of wine. She is not orthorexic in any way. She has a completely healthy relationship with food. And then I watch other friends that feel shame because they couldn't stick with the three milkshakes and two bars a day plan that was supposed to make them skinny in $800 a month. And, and, you know, and it's hard, it's hard also to having walked the path to see and, and think about the reality is that you can get a, get away with, I'm going to use that in air quotes. If you're just listening, you can get away with that in your twenties and maybe in your thirties, but eventually your body's going to say, yeah, no, we're not doing that anymore. That was fun. But now we're going to shut down your thyroid. We're going to shut down your adrenals. We're going to cause you all kinds of stomach issues because you have not been eating correctly, right? And, and that's a real thing. Can you share with us, like, what have you seen on that front? Like, what, what is this bringing for you? What are you thinking of? Hey there, friend, Heather here. I hope you are enjoying the Compared to Who show. I would love the chance to connect with you more. Have you signed up for my email list? This era of social media has gone crazy. And quite frankly, being on Instagram all the time isn't the healthiest thing for any of us, right? So go to comparedtowho.me, take the free body image quiz, and sign up so we can be email friends. I want to get to know you better. Oh, hey, and while you're at comparedtowho.me, check out the more than 500 different articles about body image and dieting and all of the things. You'll find it all there. You can also find out more about coaching, what I offer in that arena, my 21-day Refocus Body Image and Food Freedom course. You can find out about that. And oh, you can download the first two chapters of both of my books, Compared to Who and Burden of Better, absolutely free on that site. What are you waiting for? Go to comparedtowho.me right after this episode. Well, I need to tell you this funny story and I love my mother-in-law so much. And so if she ever listens to this, which I don't think she does listen to podcasts. So I think we're kind of free in this. So we were at dinner and I'm just going to tell you this funny story because when you're saying to people like kind of not say things around you, because no, 
they do. So my mother-in-law is talking about a friend who would, I don't often know who she's talking about, but she's telling, and then she said, well, you know, he is so happy because his son-in-law put them on a diet. And I'm like, oh, interesting. I said, oh, you know, we're tables full, my sweet nieces, my kids, everything. And I said, oh, what, what is that? It is called the keto. <laughs> the keto. I said, do you mean the keto? And she said, for a minute, no, it's the keto. And so I said, oh, is it low carb? She thinks for a minute. No, it's all carbs. And he's feeling wonderful. And so I'm like holding it all in going, well, I would like that one too. I think say yes to the keto. <laughs> keto. Yes. Keto diet, all carbs. Sounds good. <laughs> I say yes. I say yes. Well, one of the things that has happened, so I've been master's in nutrition, but everyone has their PhD. And you said at the beginning, everyone has a PhD. And so what happens is that it's this, this space. And I remember, and I think I told you this story um, a while back when we talked, but when I had, when I was a young dietitian and one of my first clients who I just adored, she was an atheist. We worked together for about a year and a half and the Lord just kept having me pull up my Bible. I just would be like, I know you're an atheist, but let me just read this to you. She was marriage and body and struggling and all that. She just became enamored by the word and would say, I don't believe it. But, um, and I would be like, okay. And then, um, well, when I gave birth to my second son, this thing now 18 years ago, uh, she went to church on her own and she walked down the aisle and became a believer. Wow. He was like, okay, I'm in, I'm all in. It was the coolest thing. And the Lord was reminding me that he didn't need me because I was giving birth and she was being born. <laughs> so it's like, he's like, I got it. I got it. So, but then she went to church and became involved in church and women's small groups. And we met again some months later when I was, you know, off maternity leave. And she said, you know, I just am so, I mean, just telling me all the things God had been doing and excitement and joy. And she said, but I'm so fascinated. She said, I'm just, I don't really understand because I, this is God, God of all creation. You guys have known this. This was like a mystery to me. And, and she said, I just thought Christian women wouldn't struggle with body image and body and, and dieting, but it's the same. Mm -hmm. I was young. She was older than I was by 10 or 12 years. And I was in my twenties and I remember getting on my face and saying, Lord, help me make a difference in that. And that on my speaking career, everything, because I was like, Lord, that, I mean, it was devastating to me because I knew she was right. Mm -hmm. It was, I mean, what she was saying was accurate. And as we, as believers, we serve the God of the universe who, who let, let me read this. I was going to read this C.S. Lewis quote, quote, just the bottom of this quote by C.S. Lewis. He says, if we consider the unblushing promises of reward and the staggering nature of the rewards promised in the gospels, it would seem that our Lord finds our desires not too strong, but too, we are half-hearted creatures fooling about with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered us, like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of holiday at the sea. We are far too easily pleased. Mm -hmm. I thought, can you imagine when we are with Jesus face-to-face, -face, our are these bodies are exchanged for glorious body, and he and we got to go, what, what was I doing? Right. He's going, that's all you're asking from me. You right. spin your wheels on a weight or a, a size body or right. some version of yourself that the world wants when I've got more than you can ask, think, or imagine. Right. And so 
how is that appealing to a world that doesn't know the savior? Like, how is that even, how do we, it's like, okay, we're the same. We're the same. And to the glory of God, let us not be the same. Oh Lord, let us not be the same. Let us be tethered to you through hunger and learning about our bodies and be gracious. And, and let us, you know, what is so cool. I had written this for a talk a while back of what does a Proverbs 31 woman look like in relation to this, in relation Mm -hmm. to this and right. She seeks the Lord with all her heart. She nurtures and takes care of her body to the glory of God. She glorifies God in her body. She doesn't glorify the body, right? Mm, Right. In in her body. Um, She doesn't talk about her size, her eating, her body that allows others to feel safe in her presence, right? We, we allow others to feel safe in our presence when we're not talking about our size, what we're eating, um, what diet we're on. She invites others to the table and what our dieting does is it pushes us away from the banquet table. There's a place card on that table that only we can fill and we're dieting and we're managing and we push away from the table and therefore can't offer hospitality. Right. We're losing something when we're doing that. And so when we say, you know, back to your original question of, yes, this is true, but I need to lose weight in the long run, learning to listen to your hunger and fullness cues and coming back and finding that relationship with food and finding that peace with exercise and listening to our body is the best way to find that natural size. It's, 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 it's the long-term solution. So if the answer is I need to lose weight, I would still say, let's start here. Now, if you, um, I always give this disclaimer, intuitive eating is not the answer for an, somebody with anorexia trying to weight restore. I always would give that disclaimer. That's, mm-hmm. that's not what we intuitive eat because your yeah. cells are disrupted. And um, so we don't use that. When I'm working with somebody who needs, you know, refeeding, we don't use that at all. And even somebody who has disrupted their signals with chronic dieting, I say, let's, let's do a template. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's do breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. And let's even do an afternoon snack. And let's just build in that template to build in those signals again. Yeah. Let's, let's get rhythm going because you have disrupted that rhythm. And that's a pretty natural rhythm is, is eating three times a day and mm-hmm. one to two snacks. And so let's listen to that and, and let's pay attention to hunger and fullness. And maybe you're, you're thinking, oh, I don't even know where my hunger is. Well, then let's, let's build in some template and see what that yeah. looks like. So we don't, it's not like, oh, do intuitive eating or, um, stop dieting. And then it's kind of like, wait, what, then what? (laughs) Right. Well, yeah, because I think the reality is, and this needs to be said, a lot of people listening today, you cannot go from 20 years of dieting to now I'm an intuitive eater. It's, it's going to be a hard leap. You may need some help in there. You you may be able to do it like by God's grace. I pray you can, but you may need some help. And that's what. Amy's doing. <laughs> That's what Amy offers. And you've got, I mean, you know, I, Tracy was on the show last week. Like there, that's, these are the women that I'm talking to that I hope I can connect you all with. I don't know if their practices have the capacity to take on all the clients I could send them, <laughs> but it's okay. There's no shame in yeah. coming to the point where you're like, oh yeah, I might need someone to help me yes. in this process because my signals have been whacked out for a long time. (laughs) And so that's okay. Yeah, it is okay. And it's normal and it's more common than, than not it's more Mm. common. And, and just to echo, I mean, gracious, it would be, 
it's a process. And that's even what I love about this podcast is it's just support in that journey. It's to go, Oh, you're not crazy. That's not crazy that you feel that way. Or that's not crazy that you're, you're, you know, when Heather talked about the beginning of the hope of that diet of that Monday, I'm going to start Monday. And in this many weeks, I'll be this weight. And this many weeks, my mom had a bookmark and it was like, if I start January 1st, by February, I'll be this, by March, I'll be this. It was this bookmark. Like it was telling her basically her joy monitor, right? Like by next December, I'll be this. And it didn't give any account for, did somebody need to lose 80 pounds? I mean, it's like just assuming that everyone needed to, it was like, what in the world? Well, sometimes we're grieving that, that feeling of like diet, giving us hope. What am I clinging to a feeling like, am I going to change? Is, you know, what, what's the joy here and what the beautiful place is you've got to have support. And that's again, what I love about this podcast and these listeners is that, and that's what we do our piece with food. When, when Heather was mentioning the app, um, one of the reasons that uh, Megan and I, my colleague in, in Idaho, and then Gabrielle, who's um, does our, our social media and all that one of the reasons that we wanted to do an app was because it was something tangible to give to support to that process. It's like, we need support and it is hard to go from zero to right. It's like, how do I do this? And so all of that, this community, and we've just got to be with you. We got to help each other. It's, it's so normal to need support and to ask questions and to stop and start and to go, Oh boy, I'm going to have to surrender the idea of dieting again and normal, 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 so normal. And the app is phenomenal. You guys, in fact, I took a picture and I put it on Instagram this week because I got a little alert when I was at my son's soccer game and it was irony because I got the alert on my watch and what I was trying to do was watch the soccer game and order pizza at the same time, because it was like a five o'clock game. And so we had no dinner plan and I was trying to find pizza on my phone. And then my watch comes on with this little message and it says, just giving yourself permission doesn't mean you're going to overindulge. And I was like, yes. And you know, and I wasn't really feeling any anxiety about the pizza. I mean, I've worked through a lot of this stuff over, over the years, but I was like, yeah, (laughs) I'm now excited about the pizza. Bring on the pizza. Oh, go team. <laughs> but, but anyway, no, the app, the app is a great resource. And so I will make sure that in the show notes, so people can find that app and, and sign up for it. I, I know there's a, a monthly fee, but it will be worth it. If, if you've been paying 600 bucks a month to get Franken food, to be on a diet, let me tell you, this is not that much at all, nowhere close. And it's going to be so much more helpful to your life than Franken food. Anyway, as we, as we kind of wrap up here, Amy, can you repeat to me your, you had your last two Proverbs 31 woman points there. What was the second to last one? Will you say that one, one more time for me? doesn't talk about her size that one yeah I think it was something about glory the word glory was in it yeah oh yeah okay she nurtures and takes care of her body to the glory of God she doesn't glorify her body but she glorifies God in her body and and so as you're saying that I've talked on the show a bunch of times just about how we've misused that your body is the temple verse in the church as your body has to be hot because if you're hot, then people worship God. No, 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 no. Your body was made for worship. Right. But I was just, I was just, I want to end this on a hopeful note. You know, I was raised believing that one of the things that would be awesome about heaven is that I was going to have a perfect body 
right? That that was something I should look forward to having a perfect body in heaven someday. And we did this series in my church on heaven and what heaven would be like. And we used John Burke's book, Imagine Heaven. I don't know if you've read that or not, but it's it's pretty interesting talking to people who had had these near-death experiences and actually gone to heaven for a little bit. And in that series, he was talking about how people would go and they would recognize people from their past. And I thought, if we're going to be recognizable in heaven, then chances are we're not all going to be size two because what's recognizable about some of us is that we're not a size two. (laughs) So it kind of, it jolted me. I was like, wait a second, not everyone's going to have a quote unquote, perfect body as we define it in the year 2021 in America body when they get to heaven. It's like, well, no, of course they wouldn't because God doesn't define beauty that way. That's nowhere in the Bible. Do we read this description of a beautiful woman? And that's like God's definition. Her thighs don't touch, but she's got just enough, butt that it's round, you know, and like, no, it's not there. But why our bodies will be glorious in heaven and why it won't be a thing is because I think we will finally recognize that we are not the ones that deserve glory, that he is. And we won't be tempted to try to glorify ourselves in this way. We will be completely surrendered to his glory and, and the temptation, the temptation to worship ourselves or anything else around us we'll be gone and we'll surrender to worship in him. And I don't know. I just, I felt like that was (laughs) kind of where I went when you said that. Amen. Yes. And amen. Well, any final thoughts you want to leave us with? Oh, I just, I do want to end on hope. I, yes. And amen that I, I love what you said, because when I talk about exchanging this body for a glorious body, I say that same thing that our version of a glorious body is like the dimmest, faintest version of what God has. It has nothing to do with us. It has everything to do with reflecting his image. And the more that I look like Christ and the more that I am being changed, the old is gone and the new has come. These things matter less and less less and let us be bear witness to the light it says in john right we come to bear witness to the light and our lives get to do that and i i'm just so enjoyed our time together amen i love it well amy thanks so much for being on tell everyone where they can connect with you yeah so um hello peace with food is the um website and then you can find the peace with food app um in the store i'm kind of non-social media myself our piece of food app is um has an instagram and um then if you get the app you get to be in the facebook group and all that we're all there so yes you probably have more peace with life because you avoid social media oh it all makes sense it all makes sense well amy thank you so much it was just so good. So I appreciate you being on the show. Thank you for listening. If you're part of our uh, podcast audience, hope you'll subscribe and Hey, leave a comment. If you like the show, that's all for today. I hope something in today's episode has helped you stop comparing and start living. Bye-bye. Hey friend, would you check out the date on that episode you just listened to? Yeah, it's been a minute.
Listening to old podcasts is almost like reading my diary from several years ago. In some cases, it's even a little embarrassing. So instead of listening straight through season by season, can I encourage you to skip ahead? I release brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you're not sure where to start, you can go to improvebodyimage.com, find the Start Here button, and I've got several episodes listed and categorized so you can find the topics that are of most interest to you. Your time is valuable, so skip straight to the good stuff. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for letting me be a part of your body image and food freedom journey. In a recent survey, parents reported that 52% of homeschooled children need learning accommodations. These parents need practical advice, encouragement, and hope to fuel their homeschooling efforts. The Empowering Homeschool Conversations podcast is where parents gain wisdom on how to teach unique learners successfully at home, like Laura, who recently told us, I needed this episode. I don't need a fancy curriculum or need to be a special ed teacher to teach my son. You have given me hope. To listen now, go to Life Audio or search Empowering Homeschool Conversations on your favorite podcast app.